0: So the beginning of this chapter uh, says uh, to be beginning the habit of meditation. Um, one of the points that is made uh, over and over in the book is that in order to do meditation well, it should be very well bathed in prayer. That um, if we seek to meditate without prayer. Um, it will be such a difficult task that it's not something that we're going to be able to continue. So one of the points is to uh, strengthen our walk and to be able to continue in, uh, in meditation you know, uh, throughout our lives. So the next part of uh, the prayer is We are dependent upon Christ. We depend upon God uh, to remove the myriad of barriers. Um, If we're not dependent on God, we we really have nothing. Uh, In Hebrews 4.16, it calls us to come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. So, someone who wishes to regularly meditate um, is not a task to be accomplished or even attempted in our own strength. Uh, I think he points that out very well in the book, that everything we do should be bathed in prayer. And the reason for that is prayer draws strength from God, and he is our strength, he is the only strength that we have. I'm pretty sure we each one of us know that without him we had no strength. <clears throat> we got ahead of my notes, so I don't have to catch myself back up. Um, the, uh, the one of the things that keeps coming out over and over as we read through is how many um, distractions there are, how many things that we have in the world around us that keep us from meditating. And uh, so one of the questions is, um, in particular is why is it so difficult So I'm going to read this part out in um, Paul wrote in second Corinthians three, five, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. And spiritual meditation is a work of God's spirit believer in and of himself is not capable of this. So again, it goes back to why we bathe all of this in prayer. Our deceitful hearts seek to convince us that we have the innate ability to live a Christian life in our own power. And so only humble prayer can drive out that evil spirit. And he points out that the task uh, and the duty of meditation may seem daunting to us, but we are not in this battle alone. Uh, The Lord Jesus himself promised to give us sufficient grace to live in a way that pleases him with all our actions and thoughts. One of the things that uh, we have to be able to do is to willingly accept the difficulties of meditation. Uh, I can attest to the fact that I have, uh, it it is a difficult task. At the same time, you know, the offset is it's a very rewarding task. And again, that's the way, one of the reasons that we wanted to do this series is to help each one, you know, grow in grace and grow uh, in our spiritual life, as we seek to be more like him each day. Some of the reasons that meditation is difficult is that the lack of visible accountability. And I was thinking about that. And um, because it is something that you do, you know, in your mind, um, you know, your husband or wife can help you with it, can help your children. But again, uh, it is your mind and it, you know, we all know that uh, Satan attacks us at our weakest points. And so it's, I was thinking about that. That is an interesting thought that that is. Very much of an impediment. Um, he says the visible accountability, the slipperiness of the mind, and another one is Satan's hatred of it. So, why does Satan hate meditation? Why would he say
1: that? Well, because if you meditate on Scripture and God long enough, the only logical conclusion is to worship God, and it's
0: pretty anti Satan. Mm, very good. That's, well, that's what I was looking for. that is, um, it is interesting that I don't think in our culture for sure, and even in most of the, cult, the church culture, well, very few people, have any regard for Satan, they don't think of him as being the enemy, they don't think of him as being a skilled uh, warrior, so to speak, and so I think that it does, it helps us to consider that he is the one behind the fact that our mind is not focused on Christ as it should be. Another one is mental laziness. And the ever-pressing burdens of life. I think that we all probably in our modern culture have a certain amount of mental laziness. Um, I think I've even thought of it in the past as kicking my mind out of gear. But, you know, when you when you consider this book and consider the things that we know from scripture, um, that in and of itself does become a lazy, a lazy mind, and so. Instead of kicking my mind out of gear, I need to be focused upon Christ and, and the Scripture that He has given us. <clears throat> so we must resolve to be like a soldier, uh, working continually to push back against all of the hostile enemies. Again, that's why it's named the battle God's battle plan for the mind. So the next question I have for y'all is, what do you think is the number one impediment to meditation? What, what, what is of all of the things in your life? I feel like this will be an answer that'll be different for different people. I certainly know my answer. then there's some that'll be at the very top. So just like to uh, ask y'all what do you think? you know, in your life, the life of your family, what what would impede you the most? Okay.
1: Uh, arrogance, thinking that I don't need it, um, which I can uh, intellectually assent to the information, so I've got it. Uh, spending time in community support is not, me. Um, and being in so many directions mm-hmm. with the arrogance down there just placed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, come up with it. any number of mm-hmm. I,
0: don't know. I think that's a good answer. but one quick comment on it. It's possible that that is the underlying part to almost all of the other things that are probably gonna come out here. Right. Mr. Russ?
1: I was gonna say, dizziness and, and distractions tied into that. We're so busy, we have mm-hmm. so much stuff to do that we think that we have to do. Right. Is that, is that how mm-hmm. we put it all. You know, right. We're so busy that we're
0: Well, as an encouragement against that, because I had thought about that some, one of the things that I think about when I think about that is 10 years ago, I was as busy as I am now. Do I remember what I did, and did it have any impact on my spiritual life? So that might give us a little bit of a thought of, Knocking back that busyness. Anyone else? All right, I want to ask this table over here. Put them on the spot a little bit. Okay, Luke? Devices. Ah, uh, talking about a lawnmower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, picking up hay. Phones or TVs or anything like that yeah. seems to draw you in. Oh. Right. I
0: think we all know that one. That's a big one. And that, for me, I think probably the hardest one is to, any form of entertainment. Yes, you know? Okay. Uh, probably for me,
1: it's just uh, sort of what Mr. Wright said with distractions. Not just not making time for meditation, but... Uh, mm-hmm having other things going on in my mind that
0: make it hard to really focus or mm-hmm. not to carry it off. Like so does that tie back into what Mr. David said about arrogance? Would that be that maybe we don't think we need it? I don't know. If or is would it, say or is it that just more of a I mean, maybe I just have to think
1: about it, but I don't know that I would say that's the reason. Okay. Yes, Liz. Maybe it like part of it's obviously a priority thing. Maybe very not, good. Well, not necessarily rooting back to arrogance directly, but rooting back to what our priorities are, what takes up the most headspace.
0: Very good. That's a very good answer. All right, Thomas.
1: I know for me, a lot of my thought like I've always kind of had this inbred theory of everyone's my monkey and everything's my circus, which is not the healthiest theory, but. So I know a lot of my thought life goes to, okay, this person has this problem, how can I fix it for them? And what often happens is I forget to think about scripture or prayer or my own sin because I'm focusing so hard on how to fix 50 different problems for 50 different people.
0: <laughs> Good answer. Yes, Miss Heather? I going to say, I'm, I'm with you not here. I'm sitting there trying to meditate on the word and all these things. thank you for pointing out that out because I I totally agree with you. I've experienced the same thing. Okay. Mm Don. Yes, that's good.
1: I guess that's self control, I mean, controlling what you're doing, um, and, and, and as you pointed out at the beginning, prayer
0: and relying on the Lord to strengthen you and, and help you during your, your time right. meditation. Christmas Eve.
1: way to keep that from happening is not to, and so that would be one of the ways. Another thing to do, but the good thing about that is that it does. point
0: Uh, very good Peter
1: Uh, I think not necessarily the immediate hindrance of getting to meditation but setting up for your next meditations and your application of your current or previous one just getting to the point where you're basically skimming over, repeating what you already read and you're not getting deep enough you're not mating it with prayer, it's just kind of introductory prayer, reading what you want to read think of it for 20 seconds and you go on and that just gets shallower and shallower and shallower to where you're not, you don't get what you could you're not laying hold of God's blessings for your current meditation and you're not setting yourself up for your next one, so everything just becomes a skimming off the top and floating by and where it's not just hindering you from getting to one meditation but you're basically just robbing yourself of a death of God's grace for many meditations.
0: Cool. very good okay Nathan uh, one thing is when I mean, you distractions is a
1: like setting or a place of meditation and that can be you, know, you might see something that that help,
0: but just, I think it needs a lot of you it anyway. Yes, I think that again goes back to prayer and uh, you know, being uh, in a private place with few distractions. So thank you all. I appreciate the input and I'm glad that you have thought about that. Uh, certainly think that it will Uh, serve us well as we uh, consider uh, meditation. Um, Remember that just because a task is difficult doesn't mean that it doesn't contain joy. So contemplating upon the reflection of Jesus in any scripture that we're reading always should bring joy to our hearts. Another thing about difficult tasks is it has the added benefit of the thorns in the flesh because that keeps us humble. <clears throat> um, not spending time in quality or not spending quality time in meditation uh, can be a form of self-indulgence. Uh, that could provoke God to give us up uh, to be buffeted about by Satan uh, to teach us humility and lowliness. That's uh, certainly something that the um, the men that he used uh, in these in this meditation um, for the Puritans, understood that well, I think it would do us well to consider that. So, perseverance in the habit of meditation, the believer's character is tested by what stops him from doing what is right. So I'm sure you all have all seen it. My lovely bride, because she knows I know that I can't write very well for everybody to see it. She came over here with me yesterday to put that up for that to be a backdrop for us to think about it. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So I think I've been convicted by that a number of times throughout my life. And uh, do think that it helps to meditate upon that in itself because it does teach us to persevere in our task even when the going gets tough. And it will get tough. I think we all understand and know that one. And particularly in the beginning, if this is something that is uh, new uh, for you or your family, um, that that I'm pretty certain will be the hardest part. So. If you can, uh, if you can remember that, that is certainly the way that one of the ways that the Lord grows us and strengthens us uh, as we seek to work out our sanctification before Him. So now, as we go into the conclusion. Um, Basically, I just said what my next point was and that is meditation is essential for progressive sanctification. Catch back up to myself again. Paul describes this process of ever-growing change in... Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So this passage reminds us that a believer grows into the likeness of God by replacing our sinful attitudes with a renewed perspective in the spirit of our mind. This battle against sin starts in the mind. The thoughts are what one dwells upon. This is why meditation is so important. It is God's ordained plan for biblical thinking, renewing the mind, overcoming sin, and thus growing in greater Christ-likeness. This next one is, in my mind, one of the bigger ones because we're going back to entertainment. It says, meditation replaces the love of entertainment with love of Christ. So he says, perhaps the best advice I could offer someone who desires to become a stable, godly person of meditation is to this. Turn off the television, and that goes with all the devices also, and fight the temptation to be an entertainment-dominated person. One of the last thoughts here is to learn to enjoy meditation, just like anything else the Lord truly, as we meditate upon him, as we seek him, he does uh, give us the joy that meditation gives because we're we're meditating upon him. He is our strength. One of the last things that he says here that I thought was good. um, The believer that knows meditation as a scriptural command and duty should not ignore its delightful status as his privilege of a child of God. And he says the reality is that the greatest gifts of God to his people will do no good if they are not unwrapped and enjoyed. And so I would urge each of you to unwrap this good gift of uh, meditation that the Lord has given us. Uh, I know that we will each one uh, receive great benefit from it. Any other questions or comments? If not, let us pray. Father God, we do uh, thank you for Uh, given us uh, this time, this uh, book, the efforts that went into writing it, the efforts of your people to uh, seek to read and understand and put into practice uh, the good uh, habit of the art of meditation. Father, we pray that you would give us the grace Uh, beyond ourselves to be able to implement this into our daily lives as we do seek to uh, grow uh, in the light of Jesus. We thank you for this. We pray that you would go with us as we uh, come before you for public worship, that you would uh, give your grace to us as we uh, seek to worship you with all of our hearts and minds.